Welcome to God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained, where you get insight surrounding God, the Bible, and spiritual things that you may or may not have heard before. Thank you for joining us. I'm Gus Child. Today we're talking about making a decision about God based on people and what God said. Now in Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 28, it says, Jesus went out along with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he questioned his disciples, saying to them, who do people say that I am? They told him, saying, John the Baptist, and others say Elijah, and others, one of the prophets. Now, a lot of times when it comes to who we think God is, we make our decision based on other people. Seriously, we do. That's why Jesus asked the question, who do people say that I am? He wanted the disciples to tell him, what are people saying about me? Who do they think that I am? And this question just rung out to me because uh, a lot of people, again, we look at other people and we make our decisions about God based on those people that we that we see, those people that we observe. And so we are basically judging God based on the people that we see. And usually it's people who claim to know God or people who say that they follow God. Now, in some cases, we may look at people who, who don't and make a decision about God based on that because of things that are happening in the world. And people say, well, if there's a God, why would all these things be happening? Why would they be going on? Why would he allow this? You know, and da, 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 da. But today... I'm going to more so be focusing on those who claim to know God. And while Jesus asked this question to his disciples, you know, Jesus knew full well who he was, of course. You know, he's the son of God after all. He knew who his father was, but he just posed this question. I think that this is a question there that's also meant for us to think. Who do people say say that I am? Who do you think? say that God is? Who do you believe that he is? How are you basing your decision about God? Are you basing it on other people? Are you judging him based on what you see in other people? Have you made a decision about God based on other people? Well, you know what? There was a time in my life, I know, where although I knew God and had known him for a long time, had, you know, read, read the word of God, not the complete Bible at, the, at that time, not, not yet, but I had read Bible stories and read, you know, specific chapters and verses in the Bible, I had been in church, um, had received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and really, I knew God since I was like really, really, really young, but at a point in high school, I remember um, after going to church for a while, I used to like see some things in people who claimed that they knew God, and especially those who were deep into the church. I began to see things that just didn't line up with the word of God and 
who God was supposed to be, the one who they said that they were following. And a lot of times the things that I would see and observe were in church. But again, I also saw and observed things outside of church, you know, and people's, you know, character and just things that they would do. But especially in church, certain things that just didn't match up, things that they were um, pretty much harping on or pointing out as sins or, uh, you know, really attacking when it came to certain people in the church, whether it was how people were dressed, like even colors, like some people were like, oh, it's sinful for you to wear like red, or red dress or red lipstick. Um, just certain things that just didn't make sense. And I'm like, that's not what it says in the word of God. And, you know, other things about actions, things that people were doing that they will point out as sins. And I'm like, but they don't say that in the word of God. But then at the other end, I was seeing them do and say things that definitely were things that God didn't say were okay, like in his word. So at that time in my life in high school, I actually began to question because I was kind of fed up and, you know, looking like if this is what it means to follow God. If this is what is okay with God, if this is okay with the people too, for them to be acting like this or to presenting themselves like this, then I don't want any part of this. So at that point, I kind of was questioning my decision to to follow God or reconsidering my my decision where I had decided to follow, follow God well, well before this time based on other people. So I was looking at the other people and about to make my decision, another decision about God, whether I will continue to follow based on these other people. You know, I was basically going to judge God based on these other people and their actions. And something notable, even though Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? Again, remember, Jesus knew full well who he was, but he was just trying to see what's, what's actually being said out there. And they told him who the people said that he was. But something else interesting is that Jesus also pointed out that there is so much hypocrisy among those who claim to know God. Again, he was the son of God. And when he was here on earth, you know, he was pointing everything back to back to the father and those who claim to know his father, who claim to follow his father, even those who were leaders in the synagogues. He pointed out that they were being hypocritical, which is when we look at other people and judge God based on other people, we see the hypocrisy a lot of times in people. And that's what makes us question, you know, is this God? Is this the one that I'm supposed to be following and the people are acting like this or doing these certain things. So uh, let me even point out to you, like by some scriptures, and there are many scriptures in here where Jesus pointed out the hypocrisy among those who claim to know his father, who claim to be following him, especially those who are in high positions in the synagogue. So uh, let's start with Matthew chapter 23, uh, verse 13. And Jesus says, but woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut the kingdom of heaven in front of people. For you do not enter it yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. So basically he's saying that 
here you are closing off the the truth from those who are really seeking who are really seeking it keeping them from entering in because you're presenting something different to them that is not actually from my father and you're not even entering yourself because you're not doing the things that my father you know requires of requires of you to do so and even here you you see he said hypocrites okay he said you hypocrites so he actually used the word <laughs> you know and um he did that like several several other times and i'm going to go on to matthew chapter 23 verse 15. he says woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites because you travel around on sea and land to make one proselyte and when he becomes one you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves so in this case it could almost be like what well, is me or you those who claim to know god and following him and when it says to make one proselyte that means to bring one in to make um make them a disciple for them to like follow you in your in your belief and so he's saying you're bringing people in to follow the father to know him but because you yourselves are not doing that which the father wants you to do you're doing evil yourselves you're bringing him in and not only making him like you but you're making him twice twice as worse as you are so it's kind of like i said when come when coming in and then as i observe like people in the church who said they knew god but they were doing something totally opposite of what god's word says and what i knew about god then i was like wait a minute this is not matching up and so i was able to see that and know that those things were wrong but there are others who may not who may not know especially those who haven't read the bible um or who haven't had that relationship developed with god you know just yet they may come in under these people who are claiming to know god under the guise of these people know know really know god and are doing what they're supposed to and the things that these people are doing which are opposing god the people that they bring in because these people trust them and they don't know any better may start doing the same things they do and even worse and so that's what jesus is pointing out here like just because someone says that they know that they know god and that they're following him doesn't mean that they're actually doing that and they actually are who they say they are so if we make our decision based on the judgments of others what we see other people doing are saying what we observe of them then we may actually make a wrong decision because it doesn't mean that those people are actually following god or actually know god just because they say that they do or even because they have like a certain position or a title uh, when it comes to uh, the the church so uh, there are other places where he also called them hypocrites so i'm going to go on and read of uh, some more verses moving to matthew chapter 23 verse 23 he says woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier provisions of the law justice and mercy and faithfulness but these are the things that you should have done without neglecting the others so here he's talking about yeah you are tithing you're giving this mint and dill and this cute cumin which the father does require uh, a tithe but you are neglecting the whole 
this whole other side of the law, which God requires, which is justice, mercy, and faithfulness. So you're putting this out here saying, oh, I'm doing this, but you're neglecting the others that is even weightier. It's more important for you to do this than just to give the tithe. You need to uh, give justice. You need to show mercy and you know, faithfulness, and you're not doing those things. So it's kind of like when I was seeing people, you know, in, in the church, yeah, they were given the tithes. Oh, yeah, they were given the tithes, and they were giving offerings, and a lot of them wanted to be seen, or they're like singing and all this, but at the same time, I saw them doing some real ugly stuff, though, <laughs> you know, uh, some real some real ugly stuff and neglecting certain things, such as like when it says, thou shalt not lie, and they were lying. <laughs> So I think you telling the truth over giving like a hundred dollar offering is a little more important. Okay, so this is what Jesus was pointing out. So if I based my decision on, well, hey, they're they're doing this, they're giving out, they're giving all this money, but they're lying or they're cheating on their husband or their wife over here, or they are abusing abusing their children, then. It's not that God didn't say do that. It's just that they're not doing it. They're not following. So that's not a representation of God just because they're not doing it. They're choosing not to do. God said to do this, but of course he can't force anyone to do anything. So if I made my decision though, based on them and what they weren't doing, then I would make a wrong decision about God based on what they were doing when God actually says to do this, but he can't force them to do it, which is why they were neglecting it. Now, moving on to Matthew chapter 23, verse 25, he says again, he has that word here in use for them again. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside they're full of robbery and self-indulgence. Now, <laughs> This makes me think, and again, no one is perfect, but one of the other things I would see around this time when I was questioning is that, hey, a lot of those people were dressed to the T, or so they thought they were dressed to the T, like sharp, clean, had these nice, nice real nice cars, like rolling on dubs, you know, like the, the names that people uh, look at. I mean, when I say like names, I mean like the brand names of whether they are the cars and the clothes that they have on, the things that people look at and think that, oh, you, you're like, you know, supposedly like blessed and are other times like rich or, or wealthy or you're you're doing well god god you know has his hand on you that type of stuff on the outside oh they were looking real good but on the inside like he said full of robbery and self-indulgence some of them were like actually using the money from the offering in order to get all that stuff okay or like i said um you know doing other things that they shouldn't be doing such as well let's say cheating <laughs> cheating says self-indulgence cheating or one of the things that people don't look at is in the bible it also talks about the sin of overeating yeah 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 being being greedy yeah taking taking in more than than you actually than you actually need and that is the sin of gluttony right there yeah the sin of gluttony and you can 
rarely find that anyone will preach or say anything about that and that's an actual sin right there but they'll bring up everything else and stuff that god didn't even say was a sin and they call it a sin it's mainly to make themselves look good because the things that they're doing that god does not approve of they are usually not talking about those things or if they are they're talking about them as if they're not doing them when some of them really are now again it doesn't stop here he goes on still in matthew chapter 23 verse 27 he says woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites this time it has an exclamation point which means that jesus got loud <laughs> for you are like whitewashed tombs which on the outside appear beautiful but inside they're full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness so he's saying again oh you look good on the outside you playing the part on the outside everybody see that on the outside and you think you got my father fool on the outside but inside of you your true thoughts and the things that you think you're doing in secrecy mm-mm it's dirty. You dirty. You low down and dirty. It's basically what he was saying. And still in Matthew chapter 23, verse 29, he got that word for him again. He said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you build the tombs for the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous. So he's basically saying those who set themselves up to appear a certain way, who say that they're following God, who say that they know God, they're not for the truth. They're doing everything except for like the real truth, the thing that really matters to God. And they're actually out to destroy those who are given the truth. So it says you building tombs for the ones who are speaking truth, the prophets. You're decorating the monuments and making them well for the righteous who are actually doing the right thing because they want to get rid of them because them people are going to make them look bad. <laughs> the ones who are actually doing the right thing because they want everyone to be doing what they're doing. So they're they're OK with it. And they can stay in what they're doing and they can stay in the positions that they are in when everybody's doing what they're doing, which is why in the previous scripture, he said, you're bringing them in, making them proselyte. You're making disciples, you're bringing people in, but you're making them twice as worse as you are. So, so yeah. They're all good and fine with that, but those who are actually doing the right thing, those who are actually following God and serving Him, those are the ones they want to get rid of. Okay, so if you want to, if you one of those, and you're questioning about God based on what you see, the others who who are doing this hypocrisy, who say that they know God, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't judge God based on based on them. And yeah, they not they're not gonna like you. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying they're not gonna like you. And like Jesus said here, they were actually building the tombs for the prophets and decorating monuments for the righteous. Monuments will be after you gone. Then we're gonna put up a plaque for you. <laughs> so, but they want them gone. Okay. Now um going over to Mark chapter seven, verse six, and this is Jesus again. But he said to them, Rightly did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites, as it is written. This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Okay, so if we look at other people and judge God by them or make a, a decision about whether we're going to follow God or continue following him based on other people, we may have it wrong because here he's just pointing out that there were those who said they knew him, who honor him with their lips, but in their heart, they 
they did anything but that. They were so far from God. And uh, another scripture, going to Luke chapter 6, verse 42. It says, how can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the speck that's in your eye. When you yourself don't see the log that's in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly to take the speck that is in your brother's eye out. Now, here it's talking about they're trying to point out the sins in, in others, and sometimes it could be, again, something that they made up. For instance, I um, I remember like in a church some things that they would like point out as sins or be like all over like if a lady came in with a red dress or they felt like the lady's dress was too short or she didn't have long enough sleeves or she had on red lipstick or the guy came in with the you know a hat on or you know different things that they will point out and I was just like you know what this is not in the word of God God don't really talk about this but they will harp on these things saying how wrong they were and the things you know that that there are they weren't given enough money they weren't given any money or not given given enough money so they will point these things point these things out which God was not like focused on but at the same time some of these same people that were pointing this stuff out were stealing money <laughs> from from the offerings um they were maybe beating their spouses cheating on their spouses um not really you know taking care of their children you know doing all kind all kind of stuff cursing and all all kind of stuff but yet they was focused on these little insignificant things that God was not focused on. So he he's saying, how how can you try to take this speck? And he's saying it's a speck when you got a dang on log in your eye. You basically like opposing God about what you're doing. And they got a little old thing over here in their in their eye that can be worked on, but you like making a big scene, a big scene out of it. So again, as as I was looking at these things and like, oh my goodness, what is what is this? Like, what if somebody is like chewing gum in church and they're making oh, they can't chewing mm-mm. But at the same time, you got your pastor up there with the wondering eyes looking at the lady legs that are uncovered. But you're not saying anything about that. Or the pastor preaching about uh, a certain thing again, a little small thing <laughs> in the sermon. But like I said, looking at somebody in lust while you're preaching or cheating on your wife. So... Yeah, that's basically what he's talking about in this scripture right here. And so the the last scripture related to this point when he talks about hypocrisy that I'm going to go over is Luke chapter 13, verse 15. And it says, but the Lord answered him and said, you hypocrites, does each of you on the Sabbath not untie his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water? Now... Here, Jesus had done a great miracle, had basically helped someone. It happened to be on the Sabbath day. So they are accusing him of sinning on the Sabbath day because he healed somebody. And for those of you who may not know, on the Sabbath day, that's the day that God appointed for his children to rest from their work. Now, they're looking at what Jesus did by healing someone, calling that work. But Jesus was like, okay, so you're going to come at me and I just heal somebody this person was made whole 
But at the same time, you have donkeys, you have oxen, and when they need to be watered, you unleash them. It takes some work for you to do that, and then you take them to get the water. That sounds like work to me. So he's saying, okay, if you're going to call this this work, you don't consider what you're doing work. And this is a great thing, a great miracle that was done. Somebody was healed. So, again, it's like, and <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's, I'm just going to say people are crazy. All right. I'm just going to say people are crazy. But, again, these are some of the things, the very things that Jesus pointed out that lead some of us to uh, look at God or judge God based on other people because we see this hypocrisy like going on. And if we are not careful, we may make our decision about God, whether we're going to follow him or whether we're going to get to know God or whether we're going to continue on our path with God based on other people which Jesus has shown us can be hypocrites. Oh yeah, they can be hypocrites. And also remember, people are not perfect. So if you are in that same place where I was, where I was thinking, oh my goodness, look at what these people are doing. Is this what it means to follow God? Is this what it's like to be someone who knows God? Is this what God is about? Then hold that thought. Think about that before you make your decision based on people. Because as Jesus pointed out, people can be hypocrites. And that God is not. Now, check this out. Jesus just didn't stop at asking them, who do people say that I am? But moving further along in Mark chapter 8, the next verse 29, it says, and he continued questioning them. But who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said to him, you are the Christ. Now, I believe when Jesus asked that first question, who do people say that I am? He was just trying to find out what was the word on the street about him. You know, what they were saying out there in them dirt roads. All right. Uh, but the more important question, he changed it and flipped it on them because they had several things to say that the people said. He flipped it on them and he said, but who do you say that I am? You're following me. You're supposed to believe in me. Who do you say that I am? I think he was trying to point out that that was the most important thing when it came to them individually, not what the people were saying out there on the streets. But who do you who say that you're following me and you believe me and you trust me? Just exactly who do you say that I am? Now, in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus also says to one of his disciples, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if he's true and you must come through him to get to his Father, his Father has to be truth, okay? You can't have truth and then, then a lie. So Jesus himself is saying he is the truth. Now when he asked them, who do people say that I am? And then they tell him what the people say, because they had many things to say. Many things were said out there on them streets. And I'm pretty sure more than what the disciples actually answered him when he asked the question, 
who do people say that I am? But then when he flipped and said, who do you say that I am? You who follow me, you who are supposed to trust and believe in me, which is the more important thing. He was pointing to them individually. And Jesus himself said before that he was the truth. He's the way and he's the life. So it was more important. What did they believe about him? What decision had they made about him based on who they knew him to be? Or were they also basing their opinion or their belief about him based on the other people? So that's why he said, but wait, 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 who do you say that I am? And at the time when I began to question, uh uh-huh, when I began to question and reconsider what I knew of God and my decision I had made about God and started to reconsider, guess what I was doing? I was going by that first question, who do people say that I am? Now that I was listening about what the people themselves were saying out of their mouths about God, but I was looking at the actions of the people and other things that they were saying did it line up with who God was? Because these were the people who were saying that they follow God, they believed God, and that was the way to go. So I had decided to reconsider, wait a minute, is this what God about? Is this what it means to follow him? Based on what do people say about him? What are they saying about God? Who do they say that he is based on what those other people were doing and what they were saying in their lives? And that is not the question that you want to stop at as Jesus shows us when he goes on in verse 29 and he says, but who do you say that I am? Why? Because when Jesus said he was the way, the truth and the life, he's truth. And his father is true. People, no, no, no. People are not truth. They're not truth. As he pointed out, when he called the Pharisees and the other leaders, he said, you hypocrites. And he pointed out the things that they were doing, which were not of God or not in line with God, that would not represent God. So if we stop And who do people say that he is? And that's looking at other people, what they're doing, judging what they're doing. If we judge what other people are doing and make our decision about God based on the other people, we're not basing it on truth. And in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's not through the other people. Even though they may bring us in, as he pointed out in Matthew chapter 23, when he was talking about the um, the Pharisees, the leaders, making them proselyte, bringing them in to believe in God, but they made them twice the devil they were. Made them worse than what they were doing. So... Although they brought them in, they were not truth. And they are not the way that they are accepted or get to the Father. It's through Jesus that they get through the Father. So we are in error 
if we make our decision based on whether we're going to follow God or get to know God or stop going in the way that we're going with God, down the path that we're going to God, to know God, just because of other people, what they're saying or what they're doing, which doesn't line up with God. So we're in error if we do that because they're not true. As Jesus pointed out, they can be hypocrites. We can be hypocrites. We may do something opposite of what God says because God has what he wants us to follow, what he accepts, what he wants us to do, but we may do something different, just as Jesus pointed out. So if we stop at the question, who do men say that I am? When we look at other people and decide to base our decision or make our decision about God based on other people, we're basing it on a lie because people themselves are not the truth. Jesus said he is the truth, the way and the life. He is the way to the Father and we must go through him. He is true. So we can't make our decision based on other people of whether we are going to follow God or continue down the path with God or get to know God because then we're in error because we're basing our decision on a lie because people are imperfect and they can be hypocritical as Jesus pointed out. So the question is, who is God to you? And, you know, at that time in my life when I began to question and reconsider God and what it meant to follow God, because I was looking at other people, basically that question, who do people say that I am? Because I was observing the people and like, this doesn't line up with God. If this is what it means to follow God and know God, this is who God is. I don't want any parts of this. So I was basing it on a lie because people are imperfect. People are not true. Jesus is truth. He is the way in the life. He is the way to the Father, not people. People may bring us in. People may say that they follow God and that they know God, but they may not always represent truth because they're people and they're imperfect and they can be hypocritical. So I did my research. I went into reading the Bible uh, more. I was like, let me read more of this because at that point in my life, I hadn't actually read the entire entire Bible. I was in high school. Not saying that that's an excuse (laughs) because it is not because there are children who were in elementary school who read the whole Bible. Okay. But at that point in my life, I had only read parts of the Bible, not the entire Bible. I mean, like from cover to cover. That's what I mean. I hadn't read the whole Bible. So I went into um, this phase of let me find out. Let me get into this word and see what it says about God. What is this that I'm seeing? And is there some answer? Can I find the answer in the word? So I was reading the word. I was praying to God and I was doing research outside as as well. And you know what happened? Because we can do so much research research can be um can be endless okay questioning can be can be endless but what happened was god said something to me god said to me don't make your decision about me based on other people 
And in that moment, it stopped. The research, the reading for the question to find out what was going on. No, I kept reading, you know, after that. <laughs> but for that particular reason, the questioning, the reconsidering, it stopped for that. The research stopped because, again, like research can be endless. And I didn't have to pray about that anymore because God spoke and let me know, don't make your decision about me based on people. Why? Because he let me know people are not perfect. They're not the truth. Jesus said he's the truth, not people. And the way to the truth is through him. The way to the father is through him. Jesus is the truth. So those people, while they're claiming to know God or to follow God, whether they are hypocrites like the Pharisees and leaders Jesus Jesus said or pointed out before, it doesn't matter because we are not to base our decision about God on them because they are not the way to the Father. They may bring us in, yeah, but they are not what we're supposed to base our decision about God on. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way to the Father. So if we're making our decision about God based on people, we're making our decision based on the lie because people are imperfect and people can be hypocrites, which means lie. <laughs> okay? So the hypocrite, they're not doing what God wants them to do, you know, completely. So... When God stopped me and said, don't make your decision about me based on people, I understood. And so the question is, like when Jesus turned to the disciples and said, but who do you say that I am? He brought me to that. Who is God to you? Who? Do you believe God to be? In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, it says, God is not a man that he will lie, nor a son of man that he would change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Okay? So it says he's not a man that he will lie. If we're looking at other people to make our decision about God, we're basing it on a lie. Because he's saying he's not a man that he would lie. He's making that distinction. Man can lie. Man can show something different from God than what God says. But God cannot. Because he is not a man that he would lie. Nor a son of man that he would change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? So don't make your decision about God based on people. Who is God to you? Who do you say that he is? Has he not healed you? Has he not provided for you? Has he not given you shelter? Has there been a question you asked and he hasn't answered it? You base your decision based on these things. Not just they're not stopping at that. This is just a few things. But when you think about your life and who God has been to you, base your decision on that. 
who is God to you? Not who do people say that God is. And they don't have to actually tell you who they think he is, but by us just looking at other people and watching their actions and listening to the things that they say in their lives, we're basically saying who people say that God is when we're observing them in that way and making our decision about God based on that. No, 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 no. We're in error if we do that because people are imperfect. People are not truth. Jesus said he is the truth. No one can come to the Father except through him. God said he is not a man that he would lie. So he's basically saying man can lie. As Jesus pointed out, man can be hypocritical. It doesn't matter their status. They could be up there in a church with the collar on. They could be down in the pews, the, um, the, the little old mother. But we can't base our decision about God on them, on any of them, because people are imperfect people are not truth that's why we need jesus that's why jesus said he is the truth he is the way to the father so we can't make our decision about god about the father based on people so if you're in that position or if you've ever been in that position where i was and maybe you made a decision about god based on other people reconsider if you are in that phase like i said where you are reconsidering then think about this who is god to you not who do people say that he is what you see in other people if you don't know god and you may be thinking about knowing him don't make your decision based on people. You need to get to know God. Who is God to you? So think about all this. When you get ready to make your decision about God. And remember what God said to me. Don't make your decision about me based on people. Because that's what I was doing at that time when I saw all of this happening and began to reconsider and think God, rethink God, like this is not matching up, God. I need to know. So I went into prayer. I went into research. You know, um, yeah, I, I was asking. I, I was I was I was questioning. I went into I went into reading the word. And all that can be be endless, but it comes down to when Jesus said, he said, who do you say that I am? So it is, who is God to you? So when you make your decision about God, again, don't make it based on what you've seen in others. Base it on who God himself is to you and has been to you. And if you don't yet know him, get to know him and see if he doesn't prove himself to be just who he says he is. But don't just take my word for it. I encourage you to do your own study, pray and read the Bible so you can know that you know that you know. Thank you.
If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to receive eternal salvation but would like to, according to Romans chapter 10 verse 9, all you have to do is confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Want a little help with that? Repeat this simple prayer after me. Lord God, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose again so that I may have eternal life in you. So I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. It's as simple as that. Now you're part of the family of God. Wherever you are, find a local church or a group of believers that can help and support you on your new journey in your new life in Christ Jesus. Many blessings to you as you walk in who God created you to be, doing what he blessed and equipped you to do. You are God's child. Want to bless or show support for God, the Bible, and spiritual things explained? Well, you're welcome to send a financial gift to Cash App using cash tag G-T-B-S-T-E. You're also invited to pick up a little inspired merch from our store at Zazzle.com forward slash store forward slash G-T-B-S-T-E. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with other listeners. Thank you in advance and God bless you as he blesses those who bless his children. Catch you another time, another day, another episode for God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained. Thank <laughs> you.